Welcome to episode 39. Today we're talking Gareth Malone, singing supplements, do they work, and vocal rehab. You excited about that? Then, episode 39, the next one is 40. Yeah. What do people buy each other for their 40th wedding anniversaries? Is it diamonds or something? Is it a, are we going to buy each other diamonds? I don't think we need to know it anyway. I don't think we need to. Oh. Not like. I just thought it would be nice. Okay. Have we got any music? Yeah. This is Cambry. All the way from Canada. <laughs> Not cranberry, as you said just now. That's going to be edited out. Is it, is, it, is it going? Yeah, but now you've stuck it back in. Okay. So, <laughs> I said cranberry. <laughs> anyway, Cambry. Cambry loves thee. Canadian? Yeah. There, she's running off there. Uh, all in denim, I think. Is she? Yeah. That's a Canadian tuxedo, apparently. Did you know oh, that? Oh, wow. Where did that mind you know, what go? That, what does that say about Canadians? What does it say about your mind? How quickly <laughs> that skips from one thing to... <laughs> Apparently, you've got to be quite confident to wear double denim, so it's, I a, don't even it's, know a, it's what a compliment, you're... guys, if anything. So, what, what, where's she come from? I'm reeling. <laughs> from what's that? I don't know what happened. I don't know what just... <laughs> She's Canadian. She's from our friend Darcy. Yes. Darcy Dutch. Don't ask us to spell that because I always get it wrong. So do I. I have to look every time. Every time. Every time. Um, Darcy D Music Group yes. is the artist developer. Produces right? some crackers over there, doesn't he? Mm. Every time we go to the VU events, he brings a tribe along with him and uh, they produce some great material. They sweep the floor on the stage. Yeah. And then uh, go running off into the mountains again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Really good stuff. So, yeah, go and check out all of Darcy's stuff. There'll be a link knocking around for, for Cambry and uh, her material as well on the... somewhere right here. Yes, but talking about um, their performances at Vocalize You, for anybody who's interested, Vocalize You Artist Intensive um, Camp, which is the world's premier uh, camp or, or intensive training program for artists, singers... Uh, and people generally interested in getting involved in that, that industry is on again, 18th of July this year. Mm. We're teaching there again. That's embarrassing. Uh, doing workshops, one-to-one um, -one coaching and also working with the teachers as well. But it's a life changer, right? It is a life changer. We, we, over the course of these podcasts, you would have noticed us keep on mentioning this like every eight episodes because we keep going back and we probably say the same thing which is it's a life changer but it is it is especially if you're into singing um it's intense and anything that's intense you come off the back end going wow what just happened 
And that's exactly what happens there, right? Yeah. I say we're lucky. I mean, I'm really lucky to be able to go over there and do it. Like the, the, our workshops are a right laugh. Mm. But, and educational. Um, uh, but, but in terms of, it's just a cracking vibe. We start every day together. Yeah, with a really good bunch of people. We, we do the only technique class there, and then there's style, dance, yeah. choreography, whatever, um, industry stuff. But and Then we go on to what we like one-to-ones. Everyone has like a one-to-one session with a, with a teacher over there. There's a ton of great mentors, a ton of great uh, industry pros that just rock up mm. and give, give their insight. And in the evening... There's uh, a show that everyone's working towards in the day uh, and everyone just comes together at the end of the night just to watch the watch all the artists yeah. smashing it. Well, and last year we were giving feedback on the performances mm. with that with Dean who is a songwriter. He wrote a bunch of Whitney songs. Mm. He sold however million records. Yeah, we And then with um, with um, previous guest Wendy Parr who's a Grammy um, award-winning co-writer yeah. like and then they had us two but that's they're the sort of people that you're getting feedback from and mentoring from yeah. it's quite insane so yeah and people from the UK do go right yeah they do yeah it's, uh, clearly it's a lot of money uh, especially when you're adding the flight and everything but uh, it's just one of those things if, if it's a if it's a big deal in your life if you're a singer or an aspiring artist um, it's something I would say that you really do have to do because mm. it's your thing and it's a life changer within your industry. So, mm. so we'll see you there. Yeah. Right on. All right. So any other news? Uh, no other news from me apart from, uh, as I posted on uh, the newsletter, I did a 12-mile assault course. Uh, so, this weekend. How did you feel about that? How did you feel? It, I felt pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> By the end of it, yeah. Ice, yeah. ice baths and electric, like dangling electric wires that you have to run through. You didn't do much running either, did you? This no, the... no. See, so, so you have to run 12 miles. That's part of the thing. Like, you, you're not supposed to do it unless you can run 12 miles. But you get all those reminder emails, don't you? Like, oh, Tough Mudder's coming up. Don't mm. forget to book your car parking space and mm. all that stuff. And you're just like, yeah, you're booked in. Like, what else do I need to know? I'll put on some shorts, a t-shirt and some trainers and let's freaking do it. Let's do this. But when you get there, you just realise, oh, 12 miles. It's 12. <laughs> Cross country with 27 <laughs> obstacles. I've got a feeling you were the only person that turned uh, up and went, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I turned up, like, loads of people said, um, I've had a massive bowl of porridge. Last night I ate um, two cottage pies and a bowl of pasta. Like, I turned up with a bacon sandwich. <laughs> I was like, I haven't had enough water. <laughs> I'm just so freaking blase. Like, honestly, about seven miles in, my body was going, no, you fucked. You've, yeah. run out. You're, you've run out of energy. Like, you've got nothing. Your hip, yeah. my hip, my the knees. The lack of preparation isn't funny now, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. But it was an extreme amount of fun so I would recommend yeah. it's called Tough Mudder in the UK but I would do it if I was you with the electric electric uh, fences as bad as what the yeah they put me on the floor <clears throat> yeah crawling there's a photo knocking around Facebook yeah I'll, I'll put it on the I'll put, yeah. I'll put it on the naked vocalist yeah. page of me yeah. dying in the mud basically yeah <laughs> um, what about you 
Uh, Gareth Malone business. Oh yeah. Well, um, yeah. This has been an interesting week. I mean, not clearly it wasn't this week. A few a month ago, I I, I worked on worked on a show. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. No. But we got we the naked vocalist got approached because uh, they needed a, a you know, high end vocal coach to work on the BBC consultant vocal consultant. Let's get the value of it up. Okay. Yeah, that's what they call them, don't they? A high, a high-end vocal consultant to work on the BBC. Um, who else would they go to? So it is in my area. Uh, uh, let me just lap up the adoration yeah, before I start it. again. It's uh, yeah. So I went down anyway. Long story short, two and a half days, um, changing lives, helping these people directly. Everyone, directly, every single one of them. Um, it's a, it's a show where the injured from war or post-traumatic stress and they're going to sing at the Invictus Games. Prince Harry has uh, asked for that to happen, which is just all quite amazing, really. Gareth Malone is putting together a choir Please come in. for the Invictus Games. It's definitely the most vulnerable group I've ever dealt with. I think it's about providing new opportunities in their lives. The Invictus Choir! Gareth's Invictus Choir on BBC One. But uh, So I went to help for two and a half days. Got the trailer through from the producer... The day, and she sent an email saying, I hope you enjoyed the show, Steve. Thanks for your time again. It's amazing. So I sent back an email thinking about all the lives have changed, time spent, energy outward. Did I, am I on the show? Did I make the, I mean, nothing inward? Not on the show. Didn't, oh. didn't make the cut, Steve. Didn't quite make it. Good time though. Fun. How's Gareth? He's good. No, joke aside, quality. Gareth is a, is a, is a talented, in more than one way, kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. Did you guys have a relationship while you were there? <laughs> no, but he's, he's, he's a lovely chap. But, but really, I, I need to talk about the fact that he... Uh, I think some people may may have a perception of him that you know he's the TV guy, but his music skills, his directing skills are up there, um, and he really does know how to play that game of I need to get this, these people to sing and the choir to sing and it all to come together for the for the result. But actually, I'm also thinking about what the story needs to say for the TV, how to without I'm not saying he definitely doesn't manipulate for the bad. But, um, but but nevertheless, the show has to follow a structure, exactly, right? And he yeah. probably has to think about that all the time. Yeah, and watching him in action doing that was was really great to see because he means he's been doing it for years. But he is uh, really good at what he does. Great time, really good to help out, and uh, you know we're famous enough anyway. Do you know? What uh, I, mean? not, I don't need it. Don't. I'm too busy. Anyway, so then that's that. <laughs> no, so, do no callers though. Call, if anybody please do call us. Connections. Well, I'm, I'm bored. I've got nothing to do. 21 days. 21 days. Kick us off. 60 seconds. Can we do this in 60 seconds? I don't think so, but we'll try. Go. 21 days of vocal training. Join us. Snapchat. It's going to happen on Snapchat twice a day. We're following the Sing Pro approach. Naked vocalist on Snapchat. That's right. Sing Pro approach. The software. If you don't know about it, there's a link coming up now. Bing. Um... The, there's workouts on there. We are going to be doing it to see how much our voices change over the course of 21 days. And if anybody wants to join us, purely just even if for the motivation that somebody else is doing at the same time, we're going to post that when we're doing it during the day. 
um, then jump on board because your voice will change. If you want to join us on the Sing Pro thing, not that you have to use Sing Pro for this, but if you want to and you haven't got it yet, if you're going to buy it, could you please click our link? Because, please, please. To be completely transparent, we will make money out of it. <laughs> That's the point. But look, just if, joking. You're going to buy it anyway. If you are going to buy it. Why don't you support us? That is very passive-aggressive. And our families. No, we don't have families, do we? Any dependents. <laughs> we don't need the money. <laughs> I don't have children. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the only food on the table is yours. So, but yeah, hopefully you might, if you've got the choice to click one or two links, um, just think about maybe one time that something's popped up. You think, oh yeah, I remember what those, those louts said. Um, and it's really helped me on my performance. For that alone, a little click on our link. Uh, but even if you don't want to use Sing Pro, jump on Snapchat, come on over, and enjoy the next 21 days of changing your voice. Please, yeah, follow, follow our Facebook page for that for greater details into what that practice means. But that'd be really fun. Yeah, let's, ask some, let's answer some questions. Be my guest. All right, I'm going to scoot on over here. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, great podcast. How do you feel about that compliment? It's not really hitting the mark for me, to be honest. Yeah. Could be far more invested. You want some more? Yeah. I guess he's lucky he asked a good question. We made it on. So think about that in the future, guys, if you... You know, ham it up a little bit. I have a question about supplements. I keep hearing that some supplements help the voice, but I'm wondering if they are actually worth the money. Any advice for me? Carl Jenkins, to the point. Straight in there. So what do you... Singing what do you, supplements. Yeah, supplements. What supplements do you know about on, on the market? Well, uh, yeah, supplements is a funny word, isn't it? Like, whether that means to supplement what you're already doing, like a dietary supplement or whatever. But, you know, there's lots of products out there that you can use that aren't, you know, your usual thing, like throat sprays. I probably shouldn't name them. But there are throat sprays out there. One, one that looks like a man with a bow tie on. Have you seen that yeah. one? Mm -mm. Um, there are pastels. Um, probably can say vocal zone because uh, they've been on the show before. There's other pastels, glycerin pastels. Um, yes, yeah, so many different things that are out there. Which will explain why people are confused about what to get. Yeah, and, why. What, and what's good. And uh, you know, I've tried some of them. Have you? Yeah. I've tried mm. some of the throat sprays. I've tried, obviously tried Vocal Zone, tried glycerin pastels and whatever. And you know what? Like, if I look at the times when my voice was its best, I wasn't doing anything. Mm. I wasn't taking anything. It's mm. only when I feel like I'm in the shit that I feel like I'm taking something mm. and it might be helping me, right? Totally. So, yeah, we've got to look at it from so many different sides, haven't we? What's available? Mm. Does it work? Um, is it just designed to cover up the fact that I've got a much deeper problem? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think also looking at all supplementation in the pharmaceutical world, we're going to go there. Um, but just in terms of why these products are available anyway, and I think in this world that we live in... You're going to put some music on the old... Yeah, okay. that, I think there needs to be a bed on that Good one. Idea. Yeah. In this world that we live in, you know, I feel that the reasons for why we do things and the purpose behind what we do 
The voice skills. <laughs> ah. I feel like I'm in a Heal the World video or something. It sounded a bit like that. I use the... Um, no, but truthfully, let's, <laughs> stop, let's stop that right there. Um, truthfully, uh, if you think about it, if the motive is financial gain, which for the most part it is in the pharmaceutical world, sorry, yeah. but it is, right? Um, then should we really be investing our thoughts and energy into which one shall I buy, which one shall I, you know? Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, there are ingredients within all of these products that may or may not have been studied to help with certain things related to singing. Mm-hmm. That's how they get away with um, with producing them. I say get away with it. Some of them may help, right? But but the point is, it like licorice root might soothe the throat a little bit. So if I put 0.4% of that product in my product that's 90% water, then and then I do a study, t- subject 20 subjects, and they improved then um, that passes the test. I know it's very simplified and I, I, I could get shot down, but it makes sense to me. Um, so then spending £20, paying £20 for something like that, uh, you kind of think to yourself, okay, um, is this really for the good? You know, and, it, and is it just so you can put licorice root on the bottle? But let's face it, 0.4% however many milligrams or whatever of that active ingredient does that make a difference or not you know like it it was often said about vocal zones that they contain menthol and menthol dries mucous membranes Mm. and lots of people would be like oh but it has menthol in it it's like yeah yeah okay so there are studies to say that um menthol affects mucous membranes yeah yeah but also if you like like bathe it in it in pure menthol, you need a lot, and apparently the the level of menthol in um, vocal zones is thousands of times away from the harmful level for mucosal membrane. Anyway, right. so again, like and that it's study on was, the box. That study so was what? like nineteen twenty or something as well, wasn't it? Yes. So, yeah. So it's, uh, I'm sure things have advanced a little bit by now. And equally, the active ingredient in vocal zone, the myrrh. By the way, this isn't a vocal zone sales show, um, <laughs> but. but apparently has been studied I think George mentioned there's some backing behind the fact that it counters the drying effect of menthol on the mucous membrane yes and you know from personal experience of um, some of the pastels you know like when you don't have time to drink water on stage vocal zones kind of give you give your throat the impression that it's remaining hydrated Mm. so you don't have to run off and sip water all the time because you can't when you're on stage you know so if it makes you, know, you feel better, that's the point. If it makes you feel good or better, or like your voice is in a better place, yeah, take it. <laughs> e- even yeah. if it, even if it's placebo, yeah, exactly. Because there are whether it's whether it's um, there's like three. I mean, I, I just compartmentalise them because that's the way my mind works. Um, into like three main areas, which is the, the demulcents. Um, like the reason why honey pops up all the time is is it's in that licorice root. Um, Slippery arm bark you see in a lot of these products as well. Yeah. <clears throat> they have a soothing effect on the pharynx and the tissues within the vocal tract. So it could be what you were talking about there on stage. You feel a bit more lubricated, which would have a positive, maybe just psychological effect. Mm. And then you've got the oils, arnica oil, um, eucalyptus. They've all been said to have anti-inflammatory properties, which, face it, like, that's one thing we mainly deal with as singers is inflammation from overuse or viruses, bacteria. And then lastly, it's the uh, 
um, herbs, spices, mm. but turmeric, cayenne, ginger, anti-inflammatory. All those things are put into a little pot and then sold as a product, even the smallest of percentages of each of those ingredients. It may work, it may not, um, but truly though, with all, the, all that said and all those ingredients are around to or used to reduce inf inflammation, that's why they're in these products. That's why they're said to be in these products. Um, I just think, well, we think, I know we have a lot of conversations about this, about going at it the other way. And maybe as singers, and this is powerful, maybe we should have some powerful music for this bit. As singers, we should spend less time thinking about which throat spray should I use. Um, if it works, it works, go for it. But focus more of our attention on um, not becoming inflamed in the first place. Yes, right. You know, and, I, and I've been going out my mind <laughs> about this stuff over the past few years. Um, because you see it, and I'm sure you you will definitely see it. Um, I don't even have to ask you that. Singers coming in, especially as you get older, you don't regenerate as quick as you used to. You've had a lot more years worth of stresses. Um, and funnily enough, the voice is, oh, today I don't feel, I feel a bit puffy. I feel a bit swollen. You can hear it. I can't do what I normally do. So it's debilitating. And that is belief, some backing, down to this chronic stress that we all live with. Mm. And then we try and we try and take some or eat some licorice to try and reduce that. When if we could in some way look, I, I don't think we're ever gonna be able to get it all the way down when we when we're twenty nine, thirty, thirty five, forty years old. I think, you know, we, you know, we're stuffed. We're on a we're in a constant battle because of the world we live in as well, right? Yeah. So, um, and I just feel if there's anything we can do. So we we I think we we throw out a few things in a second, but I I, I want to give some back into that. I, there's a there's a study. I'm going to read this whole thing, just to um, just to give some kind of context to this. There was a study in 2011, and it was uh, led by Sheldon Cohen from Carnegie Mellon Univers University. And some points from this are inflammation is partly regulated by the hormone cortisol, which, and when cortisol is not allowed to serve this function, inflammation can get out of control. And so cortisol, stress hormone, mm. is designed to regulate, designed, nobody designed it, yeah. well, maybe, we don't know that, um, is uh, there to regulate inflammation. Yeah. So to keep it regulate, yeah, at yeah. the right level. And if it's kicking off, then it will do its best to reduce it. Right. Which is why synthetic steroid, because um, cortisol is a, a steroid hormone. Yep. Synthetic are made for the same job, you know, Beckonase sprays and all that yep. kind of stuff. Um, so, and then he, then he goes on to say, Cohen argued that prolonged stress alters the effectiveness of cortisol, the thing to reduce or regulate inflammation, um, because it decreases tissue sensitivity to the hormone. Which is interesting. So you keep getting stressed and stressed and stressed and it keeps on releasing cortisol to do it and then it's like, well, you know. Because it's like, it's like diabetes. It's like the more, the more you stimulate insulin from eating crappy foods, mm. when there's so much insulin circulating all the time, the cells that normally respond to that insulin and to take in the energy just sort of, they get so overwhelmed with insulin that they actually stop responding to it. That's it, right? Yeah. And that's the same with cortisol. Apparently so, yeah. 
and um, specifically immune cells become insensitive to cortisol's regulatory effect. In turn, runaway inflammation is thought to promote the development and progression of many diseases. Meaning, oh, he goes on to say this, I don't know that. Uh, with the common cold, symptoms are not caused by the virus. They are instead a side effect of the inflammatory response that is triggered as part of the body's effort to fight infection. The greater the body's um, inflammatory response to the virus, the greater the likelihood of experiencing symptoms of a cold. Symptoms of a cold. Like we, as a singer, we don't, that's the last thing we want, symptoms of a cold. Yeah. Mm. But what this is saying and what I've been looking into for, you know, way too long, um, is that this chronic stress actually just produces the effects of a cold, meaning swelling, then mucus because of the swelling. Um, ongoing. Interesting. Well, you can you can always attribute it to times in your life, can't you, or other people that you see in the studio. But yeah, just to, just the notion of the stress hormone being stimulated so much by a stressful life, and that leading to the fact that the symptoms of your cold will be so much worse. Because that's like my voice. My my the back of my nose is always the place where it starts. Right. Start swelling, then my soft palate starts hurting, then suddenly I feel like crap and my throat's a nightmare and it's ha you know, it happens, that's, yes. that's how it develops. Um, so to see that sometimes be worse, sometimes not, but often correlating with how much work I'm doing, exactly. how much crap I'm eating. Now, if you're not a singer, who cares? Mm. I mean, you might just be a little bit kind of like snivelly for a day. You might have a bit of post-nasal drip, but as a singer, it's like, I honestly, I honestly think that we really need to prioritise it and, and think about what can we do to make the situation happen because it's so debilitating, mm. you know? And, and so what does that mean? It means, firstly, not spending... Spending the time that we're thinking about what spray to get and investing that time into how can I reduce the stress in every aspect of my life. And it's... I mean, I don't know. When we, when we talk about this as well, we've tried it. When you're trying to... When you're trying to run a million businesses and have a life and uh, teach people to the best of your ability. There's no wonder your, your, in, your internal systems on overdrive. Right. Mm. And so, and to try and get around that, I just, it, it's, it's tricky, but that's where I think we need to go with it. And foods can help on a regular basis. Like there's a, uh, you've just bought your, you've bought your bullet. Yes. Um, honestly, one of the quickest ways to do it is to, um, cause food's massive. I, again, could just be belief, but I feel I'm, I'm quite in tune with what's going on inside my body. Uh, too much co coffee inflames my insides, but I sometimes I'm on a caution to the wind, five baby. day, yeah. you know, five day uh, cycle of it. And then, um, funnily enough, I stop it and then drink some stuff that I, I literally do. I go from coffee to um, cucumber, cabbage, um, celery, ginger, uh, spirulina. And there's something to make it taste nice, like half an apple mm -hmm. juice. Drink that every day, and then watch the results. And yeah, funny enough, I'm not as heavy here. I'm a bit more kind of vibrant. I don't get my. I can digest food better. Mm. And it, it just is obvious. I think the feeling of it goes along with it as well. Like exactly yeah. the fact that I've made myself something really, really mm. packed with nutrients. I'll be like. I feel prepared, mm. you know what I mean? I feel yeah. good about just, just the act of actually doing it. And yeah. uh, there is, there, there, there's a, a London Underground advert that I keep seeing that just says, um, like, care for your body like it was your mate's body. 
Like it belonged like to someone that. else? Because mm. you wouldn't kick the bollocks out of it if it, if it belonged to someone else. I've heard, heard a similar thing, which might, which might dig a bit deeper, but um, this wasn't the same thing. It was... Uh, Treat yourself like it, your your ch- You'd like your child to treat them themselves. I thought you were going to say something like treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself treat. like two um, birds treat. with uh, glass houses. No, I've got it. Um, treat the treat yourself early bird catches the chocolates uh, on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's yeah, the, whatever. Treat I'm like so else. confused. Yeah. But yeah, totally. Um, gets you on top of life. But you know, I th- yeah, the the right habits in life means yeah. that like you don't need to worry about this shit. You, mm. you, you can yeah. just you don't need yeah. supplements if you're in a healthy place yeah. and whatever. Um, supplements access to the vocal cords is questionable. Yeah. Some of the throat sprays, like like uh, ENTs have said, you know, you're best you're best off not inhaling anything that's not water or saline you know what I mean like oils and everything else it's not that great vapors are always not always that great vocal zone reputably works because it's a vapor and you can breathe it in but other pastels that don't vaporize arguably just treat the throat and don't really help your voice itself they just help you to not feel dry same with throat sprays you know all that stuff but if if we look there is one side of it actually we look at all those anti-inflammatories but um, I'd love to, if anybody has any experience of uh, this, but Rena Gupta has a really good blog on her website about um, overusing herbal supplements, that they're really helpful. Like but, ginger. Like ginger and garlic. Um, and they have a case study of someone who, who hemorrhaged, uh, but looking at the blog, they were taking some quite heavy doses of blood thinning agents, like like ginger um, which could leave them susceptible to hemorrhage mm. and turned out resulted in a hemorrhage so that's it that's one side of it that I'm sure we'll put a link to that in the show notes for yeah. this but that's another side of it where if you're hell bent on using supplements yeah. be aware that again it may be like this wonder thing but if you cane it too much or take concentrates of it it could swing the other way yeah. you could leave it, leave yourself open to the side effects of something else that it in that it encourages I think that's a great way to wrap it up mate because the, the the balance of it because let's face it I'm not standing on the pedestal saying you know get your life in order and forget supplements because um, if something is working and uh, you are feeling down or you feel like your voice isn't working then go for stuff you know like try it out like if it's going to help you in that moment, then then do it. But mm. maybe you're shifting because if you use it once or twice over the course of a few weeks, at least you can be safe in the knowledge that you're doing the other stuff as well mm. in order to try and back, um, in order to do it in some ways in the right order. Yeah, reduce information, <laughs> not not just pile in spray yeah. and worry about your technique, sleep and diet later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sleep, eat, drink, and train. And if that's not working for you, maybe one of these things might might supplement or even placebo mm. you way into something that's a better situation. But is it weird for me to? This is the last thing I say on this. Is it weird that I, when people come in, great singers, um, young lady came in in the week and she was teach. She's a teacher, and uh, so she's talking all day and stressed because of the workload. Uh, and then wants to sing and is out gigging, whatever. But I think to myself, God, you've got one life. And you, you love singing, you love performing. 
I know it's 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 crazy to go stop being a teacher. It seems crazy in this, but if you, if you did go and live in a cave, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go back to the cave. But if you if we did if I lived on a beach selling keychains in the sunshine and then went out and enjoyed sick, sometimes I just think it's the way. Ah, Do you know what I mean? You could be the Ray Ban man. Couldn't you? The Ray Bon. Ray Bon, yeah. Ray Bon. Yeah. But do you know what, like Roy Ban. I just think that we often just skip by the life choice thing. I've got to do this because it's what I spent the last five years doing. But really, if, if I don't know. Work to facilitate your life, I think, is probably yeah. like the sentiment there rather than freaking just grind yourself into the ground. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. To another question, uh, which is, this is five minute madness and we're going to absolutely cane each other if it doesn't, if it doesn't make five minutes. Have you got your timer? Uh, shall I set a timer? Yeah. All right, hold on. Five minutes at the the most. Okay, stopwatch timer for this question, which is five minutes. Right, I'll, I'll start it once we've read it. Five minute madness. This is a question from Gemma. She says, "Hey guys, have you got any info online already for the best course of action for rehabilitating a voice after vocal injury?" Go. All right. So, the answer to that is, personally, no. I think at the moment there's not much about that, but um, I would say to begin with, there's a lot of psychology behind this question uh, for both the teacher and the student. Yeah. So, like, the teacher, um, I, there's, I mean, scared of, there's a fear in working with people that have had vocal issues, mm -hmm. understandably. Um, or even operations. Operations, yeah. Yep. You can't see it. And a lot of it is based on hoping for the best, even after you work with them for a little while, right? So there, everyone is fearful. So um, there's that to contend with, and also there's the the psychology of the the, the person who just walked out of the operation. Um, as we know, like some people are, are on the, I'm going to get back in there, and oftentimes we're going too hard and do what they did, just continue doing what they were doing before. And as a teacher, we got to try and rein that in. Mm. And then the other side of things where some of them are scared to actually do anything. And when we understand that this rehab is a long journey of regular, consistent training, um, controlled training, then um, both of those camps may struggle with that uptake. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, I mean look, at, look at the recovery time for some of these things, you know? Mm. Like... It, in terms of the compliance of the singer, as in their willingness to do what's required, is going to be really difficult as a teacher to keep them on track and as a singer to keep yourself from straying from what's best for you. Because if you've got, if you've got, um, you're recovering from nodules and you're not going to get them operated on, which is like most, you're looking at six to 12 months of being really good. Mm. You know, probably not even going out to the pub, like to noisy environments. You've got to be really good. Yeah. Um, other, on the other side of things, if it's an operation, you know, you've got a different recovery time, quicker, but operations are more risky, so you'd rather not for, for fear of permanent damage. Um, so, yeah, you look at that and you think, blimey, yeah, the psychology of it from the student-teacher point of view is like, can we, between us, keep you on track with the right vocal behaviours long enough for you to not damage what, what's already there and for you to progress forward. It's like, oh, so difficult. Yeah, so if you, we've got two minutes. If you, if we can get people on board, if, if, 
if we've got a great relationship where we're in it for the long haul, what kind of things would we, would we be doing? Well, in vocal rehab, um, from my point of view, I like to see. I like Again, to see. Again, sorry, what's just happened. clarify very quickly. Operations would be for what pathologies? Um, something like a polyp. Right. Something that just won't go away. A cyst, a polyp, they have to be kind of operated on. Um, so the recovery time for that is quicker. Um, if the operation has been done with a t one of those tiny little knives, um, the recovery time is a matter of days. If it's laser, then there's burn as well as a missing part of your vocal fold. So that takes even longer, but still quicker than recovering um, naturally from something like nodules, which if you, if you ideally don't operate on them, then you have to let them reduce and that can take six to nine months, right? Six to 12 months, you know, whatever, or even longer, or maybe even a little bit shorter. So what in, would you do? Well, you need to, if you're a vocal coach or a singer, you need to get um, diagnosed. What have you got? You know, what situation are you at right there? Then you have to, as the vocal coach, you have to tread cautiously if you know there's something there, right? So if, um, if there's nodules there, you have to encourage the right behaviors. The straw exercises or tube exercises are a great way of introducing the concept of exercising the voice without heavy impact to the vocal folds um, until there comes a time when you know from that singer's updated view of the vocal folds mm. that whatever recovering pathology is there is recovering or reducing or moving in the right direction then you may be able to open out into different sounds but for now the occluded exercises are great low volume low impact um, and addressing that vocal sick that singer's vocal hygiene um, practices i.e speaking voice patterns speaking voice use and vocal load in general, mm. uh, reflux issues, allergy issues, and general lifestyle issues. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, when I work with clients with nodules, you know, we do work on straw for a while. The lessons are short and the practice regime isn't Ooh. too... Damn you! The practice regime isn't intensive, but they do have to comply. And I've got, you know, I've got two clients I can think of in the past where one was brilliant for six months and reaped the rewards. The other one didn't really observe the advice and is still banging their head about their vocal issues, mm. you know? Mm. And it's like, it is obvious why. Mm. It is obvious why. And that comes down to compliance. Yeah. How willing is the client to do all of these extremely boring, narrow exercises in order to ultimately change your behavior and recover quickest. So address the psychological issues from start, from ground up, uh, then address the overall health issues, vocal health issues, mm -hmm. or uh, lifestyle. Yep. Then uh, consider as a teacher that you're gonna have a very limited set of tools to use, and that's okay. Yep over a long time. And then the tools themselves, you're looking at occlusions. And although there's no uh, um, there's no clear line of, okay, now I can move from a straw into without a straw. Now I can move on to an open sound, um, occluded open sound, you know, like using a consonant, like a G or whatever. Yeah, like, mum, mum or whatever. There's, there's, no, there's no real guideline for that. Um, again, as you say, taking it steady and then in short, it's having the fingers crossed that the reassessment is going to be 
a good one. Yeah, because then the you end. don't. If you know if their voice is shot, but you know the view of the vocal folds is clean as a whistle, then it's technical. You just need to get in there and do what you normally do, right? But you need a team of people around you if you're going to be a rehabilitator. Yeah. You need your ENT or laryngologist, preferably. You need possibly your vocal masseur or osteopath and your speech language therapist who can all feed into this process to change muscular behaviors, speech behaviors, be able to diagnose and then for you to deal this deal with the singing, it takes and a lot the psychology. of psychology. And the psychology. Counselor. It's it's heavy, Gemma. So what a brilliant question though. That it's was through on Snapchat that one. Uh, I've got a few on Snapchat recently, so if you're on there to send them over, can they get answered? Mm. You know, in five in eight minutes. So where are we now then? We got we got some uh... We've got a little video that we're gonna just pop up. We get shared quite a lot of things on our faces Facebook's um, Facebook site. That's Facey what, that's what, space. That's what my mum says. Facebook site. Ah. Um, <laughs> my Facebook website. And uh, so we get shared quite a, a few things. Um, and so we just thought we'd throw one in every now and again. And this is one we got shared by a good friend, Duncan, uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, just some really, really interesting, cool, slightly uh, out there singing. think I am caught between it's kind of amazing great talent great skills to it's slightly self-indulgent yeah yeah of course right yeah Just, I, I went to a workshop the other day right this guy he was teaching guitar really great um, and he said um, there is so much there is such a thing as too much awesomeness oh right really yeah, yeah. You know, like, he was talking about Joe Satriani you know that right. guitarist who's just like it's like you know he's like I love him he's a god I can listen to him for about three minutes that's like jazz for me mm. absolutely love it but blimey give it give it six songs I'm jazzed out mm. jazzed out and I know what you mean his talent is unquestionable mm. um, but I know what you mean it's, it's like, like anything. It's it like... borders self-indulgency it's like chocolate but his, his vocal tone reminds me of one of my favourite ever singers, Terence Trent D'Arby. Yeah. Oh, and Terence Trent D'Arby has a very special place in my youth. I love him. So that's why when I first started listening to him, I was like, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I like, I like this guy. Yeah, he's great, yeah. yeah. He's great. And who are we to judge anyway? You know, Just taste, just opinion. Personal. That's that for today. Who knows how long it's going to be. Until the next one. <laughs> no. <laughs> approximately two weeks as we probably know that so we're off to a gig tonight first time in a little while yeah yeah first time in a little while not with the public show a few weeks ago but uh, the first uh, uh, what is it tonight corporate or is it wedding don't know either Either way we're getting fed that's all I care about so that's going to be good maybe we'll get on Snapchat (laughs) yes we will on the stage that's how what, professional we but are but one thing that people need to do off the back of this can, can you force people to do uh, please go to our website thenakedvocalist.com and join our newsletter we're bashing out stuff really useful stuff all the time <laughs> and self-reviewed 
Um, 21 days, 21 seconds to go. Over 21 seconds, 21 seconds. 21 days of practice, okay? Go and see the show notes. It's uh, thenakedvocalist.com forward slash podcast forward slash 39, the number 39. We look forward to seeing you in a couple. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>